Forward Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. Kick it in quick. The 80s. Never bad thing to do. And Cindy wants to sing to us. Sorry about what? Oh, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Cindy. Don't do that. Uh oh. It wouldn't happen to be. It wouldn't happen to be Leo Messi, would it? Heading to MLS. Racing doing okay, right? Do we need to even talk about the little city situation right now? Oh boy, we will, but yeah, yeah. What now? What happens? Money, money changes everything. Sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Ooh. I wonder if uh, I wonder how much money they threw to Greg Berhalter to come back. No, I don't think we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> We have no idea what we're doing, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's back. <laughs> like a bad dream. Oh, my gosh. So much to talk about. All right, so I'm going to let you go away here. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams. And any other soccer topic that we choose to opine on, or maybe it's not even a soccer topic and we choose to opine on it. It's all about opining. <laughs> and we're going to do plenty of that today. Anyway, today is June 16th. A um, couple of big games this weekend. Uh, man, Louisville City. Uh, are you worried? Uh, let me know <laughs> because that injury list is as long as my arm now. And that was a rough go last week. Oh boy. And uh, racing though, uh, definitely, um, great win Wednesday and, and then hung in there for a draw, uh, against the, the league's top team here last week. And then sorry, we missed a week. Um, you know, just very busy last week. Joey was away and he finally got back also, uh, fighting a, a little bit of a bug man so i hope i sound okay i know i i know i'm gorgeous and i look great but anyway <laughs> man anyway here we go we are on itunes amazon podbean spotify please like subscribe and share share the june love yeah man here we go five tings that's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes of NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel special. Number five. Every day I'm shuffling. Good tune, right? Anyway, I'm a really good blackjack dealer for a beginner. I- I'm-, I'm doing very well in my class. You should uh, see me go. <laughs> All bets are closed. No, really. I just had my first what they call audition. And uh, I'm, like, doing really well. I got fours and fives on it. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, uh, if that's what I have to do for, for a while, hopefully I do it well. Although I won't be around if I am. But that's that's another thing altogether. Number four, not again. Look, <sighs> rough go last week for Louisville City. And uh, I don't know, man. When you see a, a, an injury list as long as this one with so many key players on it, how do you not get worried about that? And... Uh, We'll see how this goes. Tough game this weekend on the road in Phoenix. Uh, we'll see how that goes. 
a little worried. Anyway, number three. Hey, they have a new savior. You know who we're talking about, Messi, Saint Messi. <laughs> MLS has a new savior, folks, and he's going to take them to new heights, and he will, I mean, attendance-wise and viewership-wise. They'll get millions more eyes on that league for as long as he's there. And, uh, I mean, good for them, but how do they maintain that? Because, you know, they brought a lot of players in before, and it hasn't worked. I mean, obviously, we're talking about a whole different level guy here, but we'll see. We'll talk about that. Number two, how to be happy and not happy all at the same time. Uh, USA just trouncing Mexico yesterday. Tres a cero. But man, oh man, Burhalter's back, and they announced it right before the game. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Anyway, we'll get into it. And then number one, slowly but surely, racing, right? Um, real good win last Wednesday night. Uh, fantastic. Played well against Houston. Houston. Uh, pardon me if I slur some words. It must be uh, the medication. <laughs> it is, actually, because... I'm just loaded up. And then, uh, you know, it was a draw against San Diego, but San Diego's a top team in the league. And apparently their players are afraid to play on our pitch or some damn thing. We'll get into that too. But, hey, you know, it's not bad. Everything's moving slowly but surely in the correct direction. Going to lose a lot of players for the World Cup, but all the teams are. So hopefully our bench is up to the task. And man, oh, man, I'm sniffling and sneezing. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Anyway, where do you go, folks? five things. Did you enjoy that? Good. Kick your feet up. Grab a drink. Relax. And don't get mad at Burhalter being back. <laughs> at least not as mad as I am. I don't get it. Somebody help. That makes sense to me. Anyway, here we go. That's it, folks. Five tears. Ah. <sighs> <Burhalter>. Anyway, <laughs> let's begin the show with Joey Cecil. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 72. Uh, hopefully he's not still doing this from an airplane. Joey Cecil, are you home yet? <laughs> I, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> what the hell I'm too happened? afraid. To, I'm too afraid to ask. What happened, man? So I was flying home from Reno. Mm -hmm. uh, there are no direct flights to Louisville. Right. Because Louisville's an international airport in terms of UPS. That's, and that's the only it. reason. That's it. That's the only reason. To do um, so, you know, my connection was in Denver, which apparently anything out west now is Denver connection. Yeah. Which I've never been to Denver's airport. So, okay. you know what? New experience. Right. Um, it's only supposed to be a three-hour layover, which wasn't bad. Middle of the day, get some lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, as I'm flying to Denver, right, right. some friends of mine who also were out there with me, they left on an earlier flight, and they said, Heads up, we're grounded in Denver right now due to the weather. Right, okay. So I was due in around 2-ish. I go, okay, you know what? My flight's not till 6. That's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Plenty of time for the weather to clear out and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, sure. And then what didn't factor into my head is, well, they had to delay all those other flights. Right. And my 6 p.m. takeoff, 11.30, get home, turned into 8.30 after five or six delays and six or seven gate changes. Yeah, no, wow. Uh, and then 8.30 was 2 a.m. this time. Jesus. With the favorite part being, which I, I haven't put on social media, the favorite part was when we got to the gate after landing at 2 a.m., mm -hmm. the, pilot, the pilots come over the intercom and go, attention passengers, we're sorry to add one more delay to this trip, Jesus. but the airport is technically closed, and we have to go get someone from UPS to connect us to the terminal. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, but that's that's airlines today, man. It's 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 a horror yeah. show. I don't fly anymore. And <laughs> and, 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 and the airlines offered nothing in oh, terms of, of like 
You know, yeah. they didn't. They couldn't even do a full beverage and snack service on the flight mm-hmm. because we flew through the weather that had just left Denver. That's unbelievable, bud. So, and also, never not to mention that was also on. I spent my entire thirty third birthday on a sixteen yeah, hour travel you. day. I was going to tell you, happy birthday! Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It was an interesting I'm way gonna to I'm going to forget it. it happened. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's okay, though. Hey, it gave me plenty of time to catch up on the soccer we're going to discuss today. Yeah, man. So let's uh, let's delve into that. What would you like to talk so, about first, Joe? Well, let's get Louisville City out of the You're way. You're that. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, the, the faster, the better. <laughs> who would have ever thought in the history of this podcast that that was the phrase we would utter? Unbelievable. Uh, so in terms of, you know, catching up, the first game to discuss is Hartford. Yeah, man. And just I have no comment on whatever that was that we witnessed. Mm. You know, early on we had a free kick that Wilson put just wide, and then apparently we've angered the soccer gods somehow as Brian Ombi goes down with a hamstring. Yeah. And everything just seemed to go to shit from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow we kept the ball out of our own net off a, off a corner that Hopeno, which I went, Hopeno's in Hartford? Yeah. yeah, 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 man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I get sticking around, but whoa, didn't right. expect that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopano just caromed into the box and it bounced off a couple people. Simla was going the wrong way and got a hand to it, and we somehow cleared it. Yeah. Um, and then in stoppage time, first half stoppage time, Simla made a diving save to deny Hopano. Mm-hmm. Uh, second half, oh, Enoch did his best Chris Wondolowski impersonation. The most. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. Wow, just teed up right on the penalty spot. Joey, how many times have we said that about him this year? Dude, he sent it to the next county. I don't... That showed up on Hartford's air radar, if they even have an airport. I'm sure they do. That showed up on their radar. The only thing I can compare this to is, what was that movie, Major League? Yeah. Where uh, the one character from Cuba couldn't hit a curveball? Yeah, Pedro Serrano. It's it's like this guy just can't get the ball on frame. Yeah, I think and this it, year he's just been snake bitten with that. That's crazy, man. And I'm hoping, especially if if Ombi's out for an extended period, yeah, someone's got to step up. And I think I think it could be a situation where he needs one to go in. Yeah, he does. He really, oh, you know, desperately. Well, desperately. well, the team as a whole needs one to go in. <laughs> well, that's part of the problem. Uh, I mean, we can't expect just forwards to score. You yeah. know, I mean, oh, of course, you know, of course. But um, you know, as a whole, this was I'm going to say it's an unacceptable draw. Yeah, totally. You know, when you dominate possession and you have mm. zero shots on goal. Yeah, absolutely nothing on goal. This this is an unacceptable draw. Yeah, I, I don't. It's Hartford. They're in last place at the time. And granted, it, I mean, I know it's a road game, but that, you dominated a cold road game too. I mean, from what I understand, everybody was freezing their butts off up there. People were wearing jackets, and you know, I talked to a couple of guys that go up there, like Glenn Grum went up there, one of the capos, and he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty damn cold up here." <laughs> I mean, I talked to Chris too, the dude that Chris that we always talk to. They're used to playing playoff soccer here in Louisville, and that's in freezing temperatures come October, November. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't yeah, put I don't, too much into that. No, nah, but it just it was very, it's a very unacceptable draw. Yeah, I was not happy. I don't know if you heard the comments after the game. Um, Danny Cruz was talking about how this was a completely different setup. That and 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 Ramos mentioned it as well. That this was a whole different setup, and Louisville really had never seen it before. Nobody had seen it before. It's the first time they tried okay. it, and basically, it wasn't just parking the bus; it was like parking five buses. Yeah, I mean, they always, 
always had I mean, nine, nine people, nine field players behind the ball. Sure. At times, 10. It was ridiculous. When you, sure. I, you know, I mean, it was, it was a painful watch. And it's they had yet to experience that. And knowing full well that their offense, our offense, has not been producing, why worry about a counter? That yeah. was really the the mentality about it. So it's a smart game plan. It is. You, know? I, you can't blame them. You know, and uh, it, it worked. It was ugly, but it worked. It kept us from getting a, a three points. And it just yeah. this, this whole point on the road thing when you're playing a team that bad. I get it, man. It was a different setup. It, but but I, come on. It was. It's. Yeah. They're literally the worst. With them in Vegas, were the two worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah I don't have and much then, to say about that. Yeah, well, who knew? Who knew it could get worse? Yeah, when then we welcome Memphis. Yeah. Um. Who I I just I think I messaged you this. What the hell lineup did did we roll out? Yeah. yeah. A, like a a three five two. Experimental. It was definitely experimental. Three center backs. Owen Dam getting the surprise start yeah. at right wing back. Mm-hmm. And then Jolly the Green Giant starts up top two with Cam. <laughs> I mean Wasn't Elijah in the center too? No, I no, 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 he no. wasn't. It was, it was um uh, Paulo Gibson. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a more established midfield, but it was still right. um what what was this? Yeah, it was that was you know, kind of feeling. Yep. Um fifth minute. Uh, Simla misplays a ball. He came out on, mm-hmm. and Sharpie had to make a great last ditch effort. Yeah, keep Memphis from scoring. Yep. But that just seemed to be a precursor. Oh yeah. Uh, to what was coming. First half stoppage time. Memphis takes the lead. The ball finds Pickering in the box, and he finishes upper ninety. Mm-hmm. Simla had no chance on it. Nope. And that was kind of the theme of the game for for, for our goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was kind of left in no man's land by his back line. Plenty times. Uh, next goal came in the sixty eighth as Dam got beat by Kisadu, who chipped it over Simla after it also came off of Owen Dam's foot. <laughs> Again, nothing he could have done for that. Nope. Um, the next, uh, Louisville City did claw one back in the 70th uh, as Toach mm-hmm. played a great through ball to Dam, who yeah. found Wilson. Yeah, that was a good uh, screen. Great passage of play, mm-hmm. but then Memphis decided to call game soon after. Yeah, uh, kill any hope as Toach didn't fully clear a ball that falls to DaCosta, mm-hmm. who rounded Simla and scored. This is not a performance you expect from this team. And it could have easily been like 6-1 because yeah. there were at least three really brave efforts defensively to stop to stop shots or to stop breaks. Yeah. But this was a Joey. I, yeah. I got nothing. I, I literally have nothing on this one. I, no, I, this is where this is where you can't point to one thing. No. The whole damn team needs to do better. That was just that was I don't know what to say about it. And, and I'm, yeah. you're sitting here. I don't know if you're going to get into it uh, if you want to, but you know, you're looking at who's available this weekend. Yeah, I, I got a note for that. Yep. So we'll, we'll get into that in a second. And so it's it, just, I just, you know, Joe. It was one of the few times where I was glad I couldn't be at a game. I, I tell you, bro, it was not. You know, you know, we had fun. I mean, the, we had some drummers come. Uh, they, you know, it was uh, they had the Juneteenth uh, a deal, yeah. which was cool. And their drummers came in and hung with us, and we worked it out. You know, they, they played. They were really. They were a lot of fun, actually. And uh, so, so the drum line, the groove for Shane, sounded great. <laughs> supporters man, were, like... and the supporters behind his capos. You know, let me do this real quick too, Joey. The capos, yeah, go are, ahead. Capos are freaking amazing. Our capos really are fantastic, folks, and and they've done so much great work. Um, and sometimes I just don't think they get the credit they deserve, and it's not That's easy fair. to do. So, no, they really, really have done a good job this year. So I just want to give a shout out to all of them. Um, no, 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 that's completely fair. Yeah, and and uh, and if you know the, the folks behind us were were fine and we were having a good time, it just 
dude, I just, if this is long-term, I don't know. You tell me. Forget about, you know, obviously first place is not even a part of the the equation right now. Uh, I haven't looked at the points. I'm not going to start saying we're not a playoff team. Fourth right now. But without, without, I mean, whenever you get into the injuries, go ahead and do your thing. But whenever you want. But it's just, you know, well, the big news also came out that Josh will officially be going to Benfica. Yeah, which is good. Uh, You know, 1.2 million, new league record. Mm. Great for him, terrible for us. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, I I don't know what Danny was trying. It didn't work. Right. Um, and it didn't even look like it had a shot of working. Okay. You know, it was two forgettable performances. Yeah, man. And that's not often we say that. And they've had they've uh, had more than two this year. Uh, this yeah. is the third time that we got absolutely trucked. Yeah. And I don't ever remember us getting trucked three times in a season. Maybe the first year. And those first couple of years, there was a couple of really bad performances, but we only had 15 players on the roster. And you're getting into July and August, and they're playing three games in seven days or eight days. You get it. You know what I mean? I mean, you get it. Yeah. But this stuff, I don't get it. I mean, yeah. I don't know, bro. And, don't and a, bit, a problem coming up this week mm-hmm. is, you know, we get USL after dark. Yeah, We're on the road at Phoenix. Yep. And the good news, bad news is they get their first ever international friendly. Yeah. On Wednesday, versus Kaiser Slaughter, uh, which I mean, that's going to be who the hell's available. I, gonna, I think you're going to see some academy players in that one. You have to, you know, you I, have to. There's no doubt because going to Phoenix now, the official injury report has Manny, Ombi, and Jorge, among others, officially out already. Right. Uh, 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 I think I saw Mogul on there. Mogul uh, is questionable. questionable. Jordan Scarlett might be out the rest of the so season. See, which now. is just that's just a that is just a tragedy, man. Because like I said, we've talked about this before. I may be yeah. wrong, but I think he was the cat they had slotted to take over for Winder. Well, at least if nothing more, that's a solid body to have back there. Right. And it's as you're gonna lose one of your starters. Yeah. It's just that's this this and it's Joe, do we even want to start asking questions about why so many injuries? I I, I don't you know no. I don't know. I don't know. You know? No, because uh, with, with with Brian Ownby, that's been his his MO. his snake bite. Yeah, it's you true. know. Um Manny's a new one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jorge's kind of been on the injury report the past couple years. Yeah. So I'm not – it's it's just – this is just what happens. You know, I'm not looking too much into it. Right. Um, it's just it, – it's the history of, of Louisville City. I mean, when's the last time we had a fully healthy yeah. roster? And it usually it's, it's like September. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, hopefully this is just another just – we had rough patches last year. Yeah. You know, yeah, but usually those rough patches were, you know, a one goal loss. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A couple we, of those. We've just know? taken some utter beatings this year, and it just yeah. not used to it. So you know, I don't, I don't hate that Danny tried something different. Sure, it just did not look good at all. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, USL after dark late night game Saturday against on the road at Phoenix, and you get the first international friendly ever. Great moment for the team. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all Wednesday. And unless you have anything else on Louisville City, I got uh, absolutely nothing else I want to share about that. I mean, we, hopefully they'll turn it around. I mean, we. I mean, but I. You know you what? Know, I know they will. Right. It's just. A, if, it's just. If, what's when, the time frame going to be on it? If when and how far back are we going to be? So we'll see what happens. So, uh, so turning to racing. Yeah, man. Uh, again, it's a lot of ground to cover. Yep. We've got. Let me get this here. So we got uh, the game against the Washington Spirit road mm-hmm. game. Yep. Third minute. Trinity Rodman got behind our back line and had Lester doing the hokey pokey, turning every which direction but right, right. Uh, before she finished. Mm-hmm. 
just a, and that's an early just, oh, yeah, you know, so hard. And um, Lund then had to make a point blank save on Rodman a few minutes later, mm-hmm. and then the Spirit go off the crossbar. Yep. We got a break though when it appeared Trinity Rodman scored again, but was flagged for offsides mm-hmm. again. I cannot mention enough how much I hate yeah, yeah, yeah. the NWSL VAR rules for that. Yep. Uh, early second half, though, uh, Ari goes to spin in the box and got completely wiped out. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, that's one of those going, what are you thinking? Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like, that's about the worst foul. I've, I know we've had our we've had our share of, of, of fouls in the box, but I that's the worst. I, that's the worst one I've seen. I was like, what are you? What was she? I mean, it's not even like it was like a 1v1. There were still right. other defenders right, there. Exactly. It was, yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? Uh, and then and then Demello steps up and sends yep. the keeper the wrong way. Yep. One one. A uh, couple minutes later, Hal forced the day a diving save off a shot outside the box. And Joe, I gotta mention, that's a new element in her game this year. Okay, she's been aggressive from outside the box and yeah, keeping yeah. keepers honest. Good man. Yeah, she hasn't scored yet, but it's right. coming. Right, right, right. right. Uh, I'm with you. And that's a great thing because that lures that back line out. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta account for her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know the. Uh, Sadness comes in as Ellie comes right on and gets red carded. Yeah. Literally the minute she got subbed on uh, for impeding Rodman in on goal. Yeah. I on replay, I know I'm a homer. Yeah. It didn't look as obvious red card as the announcers were making it out to be. Right. And, uh, please, I have a note about the announcer. You know? But, the yeah. I, it, I, it was last person. I get yeah, that. Yeah. But it was also shoulder to shoulder for a lot of it. Right. So I'm. I was not convinced that was a straight red. Right, and my my thing, Joey, has always been, if if before I even think about it, it's always been okay. Switch the players around, and how would I feel about it? And after watching it like five times, I'm like, I can't say that they couldn't call it. No, I'm not I, saying I they should. I'm, I'm not going, saying they should have called it. Yeah, but I'm I don't s- think it's an. I don't think it's an open and shut. No, red. absolutely not. Absolutely, I agree. You know? I agree. I agree. I agree, but I yeah. think it's because she's the last person. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I hear you. I'm not. I'm not it wasn't you know. a conclusive red. No, absolutely was not. You know? Absolutely was not conclusive. Uh, but that again, then then we're going. Oh, how do we get out of here with a point? Yeah. Because uh, Washington then could have taken the lead in the 85th as they had one off the crossbar again. Yep. Um, eighth minute of stoppage time. <laughs> what is it with this year in stoppage time? I know, minutes? man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, Haiti made a mistake and missed her punch, and somehow Washington did not capitalize. Mm. Uh, you know what? Overall, good response to going down a goal very early. Yeah. And Joe, that's one of those games. I think I'd use your quote: "Get to the airport." Yeah, I'm sorry, you kidding? Sprint to the airport, get on that plane, get home. I, the first thing I had, Joey, was the fact that they responded the way they responded after after taking some punches early, and that is to me that was the big takeaway for this game for me. Um, is that th- look? Can I make a case to say that you know Washington probably you know th- it the, the ending could have been different? Yeah, uh, I mean you know you, how many crossbars? Two or three? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, and uh, a couple of missed shots too. So, but the thing is, is that they were resilient on the road. I mean, that's the kind of fight you want to see in a team that's that's building. I mean, we, we all know that this isn't a championship team right now. Right, I mean, if they win, you know, if they win playoff games, I mean, I'm not saying that they they won't. Anything can yeah. happen. No, I agree with you. You know, but we didn't go into this season thinking they were contend for a title, and they're doing all the things. And that's the note: they're doing all the things required of a team that's building to take those steps. And to me, that's what they did. They didn't fold. 
And that was my big takeaway from this. And I thought there was some pretty good athletic performances out there. So, you know, the, the, um, you know, the, the character of the team is so much more consistent this year. And that's really my favorite thing about it. You know, and then we get to our our home San Diego right. uh, hosting San Diego. Mm-hmm. Timby got her first start. Yep. Uh, I was interested to see how she would be against fresh legs. Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. she's been that kind of super sub coming in when the other team's tired. Yep. Uh, both teams, but honestly, not much of a game to write much home about. No. Was, uh, no. Both teams had multiple first half chances, but the deadlock remained throughout the whole game. Yeah. It was, uh, it was entertaining back and forth. Mm-hmm. But there just wasn't that result. That goal for either team, right? Um, you know, and boring. You know, you can call it boring, but I, how often have we said that with this team over the past couple seasons? Yeah, you know, it's we need to start turning some of these home draws into wins. Yeah, man. You know, as you get closer to the playoff yep. hunt, yep. that's a good problem to have when you're, you know, okay, we could have had, we should have had a win there. Yeah, you know, it's a good problem to have to, to complain about draws. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't particularly. I wasn't. I wasn't particularly bummed at the end of this one. Well, let me do, do we want to talk about who didn't play and why? Because I would really like to talk about that. You take it away. Alex Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Was kept off oh, the roster. God. And their yes. and their their coach was put out this ridiculous statement. I don't have it in front of me, but the 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 I'm the paraphrase at the end. Well, you know, it, I don't remember seeing anything about an injury. People online were talking, well, she's hurt. I don't see anything about an injury nope. in there. What nope. I did see was her say, nope. well, the, in the past, the pitch has been, you know, we've had issues with that pitch. Oh, yeah. shut the fuck up. I, that, yeah. That's ridiculous. And then on top of that, she's at a concert. Yeah. She goes, oh, yeah. she's at a concert and yeah. you're going to sit there making, no, you gave her the night off. You just yeah. gave her the night off. And if well, you, also, someone brought this up. I believe the game that sh- the coach was talking about was the first one we had after the Janet Jackson concert right. when the field got torn up. Right, exactly. But at the same time, you know, whatever. Joey, whatever. Joey, whatever. here's the thing. I'm coming. All right, let's say you work at Louisville. And here I am, the coach at San Diego. Uh, hey, Joe, uh, you got any pictures of the field? How's the field? It's fine. You know, we, we yeah. can send them to yeah. you. Okay, thanks. And then you can even you could take two minutes of your precious life to look to see who's been injured there and how. Yeah, and we it's, we've it's, had it's, it's how so many dumb. player minutes do we have this year where there hasn't been an injury on that pitch? This is yeah. that's a bullshit excuse. It's yeah. lame. She wanted to go to the concert and you gave her a night off. And if she had, and, if and she from, had one, from one of the best facilities right, in the league, right? And this is you know, and, and then it's like, oh, yeah. you're just you're just bitching about it. No, I am I, I am bitching about it because if you want this league to be taken that's serious, slander. Right. slander, libel. Come on, man. I, yeah. This is ridiculous. Also, shout out to Lance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard what he did at the next home game, the no, men's game. No, 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 no. When they give the shout out to the 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 uh, groundskeeping crew. Oh, okay. Go ahead. He's like, yeah, we, let, let's hear it for the groundskeeping crew from here to San Diego. <laughs> Good for him. I miss Yeah. That. But this Just is like... You know, what, the, just wow. Yeah, it's just not cool. The game was there was some back and forth, and it was, it, it did have some pace to it at, at times. It yeah. just, I don't yeah. know. It was one of those. It's it, it was more positive than what Lou City did with Hartford. Yeah, but it was still say the same sort of. It's like you couldn't get the car in fifth gear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was just. Yeah. It, I don't know what it was. It's just, but like I said, the, 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 my takeaway from that is yet another entitled U.S. superstar. 
treating yeah. us like shit. And I, I just think and, and how man. many and how many apparently how many young girls wore her jersey? Exactly, that that's the other thing. I mean, I, 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 know, t- I, I gotta say this: if you're gonna go on that, I'm gonna go on this. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Right. I support racing. Right. I don't support opponents. Right, right, right. You know, good for them that they're interested in soccer because maybe because of Alex Morgan. Sure. But I hate seeing opponent jerseys in my stadium. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey. You know. Right. So, and especially hers, she is not a great role model for 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 young girls. Okay. Yeah. I, I, She's yeah. been very selfish as a player. This was a selfish moment here. Yeah. That's just I. It's Your not, team is Joe, it's not the, the first one. You go to a concert. Right, and it's not, and it's the first. This isn't the first time this has happened to us from a U.S. player on some level doing something like this, be it yeah. whatever the reason is. And it's just like, yep. you know, if you want one of the things, if you want people to start taking you serious, is you start taking the league more serious as opposed sure. to yourself. Sure. So I just well, made, someone I just made the, that one, man. That just was some, cool. Someone made the comment earlier in the season. I forget mm-hmm. it was someone something out of Boston about how many international players we have. Right. And I was just like. Okay. And? Look at how much we've been shit on by players from here. Right. Right. Exactly. All right. So, so, th- so. thank you for you know thanks for the compliment because it is yeah. <laughs> whether they realize it or not. But hey, man, it was a point against the first place team, and anybody that yeah. sits there and goes, "Well, you know, if we had uh, Alex, shut up." Obviously, she uh, didn't want to be there, you know, so you hey, don't get to hey, mention if, that. If we had Nadia Nadine healthy, maybe it's not a yeah, one. Right. Maybe it's, it's not a draw. And, and, maybe we score five on you and win the game. Right? It's like that's like eight, you know, eight year olds when you have that argument. Oh yeah, well my dad could beat up your dad. You know, it's like, like nonsense like that from yeah. fans over there. It's just I don't, dude. I yeah. That that you know was what? my big takeaway from this. It's just I. You know what? You know. Let's talk about something very but positive. We did, but we did get a point, so that's matters. We know we did two points in the league and three another three points in the Challenge Cup, mm-hmm. where Houston. You got a lot of problems. Hear that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> so did you, Joe? Like, where do you stand at games now? Well, I stand. I stand with you guys over in the in the. Uh, but but mm-hmm. no, no, but but you have to keep moving. Remember? Oh my God, dude! Three times. So we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that. Um. <laughs> so you know, I Joe, I've come around on the Challenge Cup a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I see a positive to it now yeah, well, with it being middle of the season, and, and even though it still just irks me, mm-hmm. it does give our squad more reps. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Can't argue you that. Know, I was realizing that gives us more rep. And apparently, we play pretty damn well in it. Yeah. Um, national anthem performer skipped a verse. Yeah, it was pretty um, I feel bad for him. Was really hoping that that wasn't like foreshadowing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I felt bad for like, him. Dude, I looked around like, did we just glitch? Yeah. Or this is real. Yeah. He just jumped ahead like a half it's, minute. Look, it's not easy. For people that have never done it before, have rarely done it, it's a little bit, it can be daunting. You know, sure, but still, sure. You know, but, but also, Joe, do I right. had one job. Yeah, you had one job. I heard him practice twice before everyone got there. I heard, I heard he was pretty solid. Didn't skip a verse, right? So someone said that guy got in a car and left immediately. That's <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like God bless uh, you. I hear you. Um, so Fisher got a start, and Amina yeah, was back on the bench. Yep, kind of your big, big roster news. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixth minute looks like Uchina scores, but flag comes up. Yeah. Telecast from the, the 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 near side camera angle made it seem like she would the no way she was off. Right down the line on the replays made it seem a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's now her second or third mm. that's been pulled back. Right. So uh, to add insult to injury, she was then shown a yellow <laughs> on a high boot that was just mystifying. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> just I mean, we're going to talk about some referees later. Yeah, but yes, that was are. just a very confusing one. Yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. It was. Um, Fisher Fisher then played Demello in. 
uh, who's centered for Kanu, who just skied it over the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fisher was also then saved off the line by a fantastic save mm-hmm, by their mm-hmm. keeper, Alvarado. Right. Uh, great reaction save. That was a tremendous tra- – I was right in front yes, of us. That was. was a tremendous Yes, it was. Save. Uh, but it was also during that time where you are just like, what do we got to sacrifice to get a goal here? Really? So they were just peppering Houston's goal. You know, I, I, I know I had a play marked here that I know you really liked where uh, Kanu had the ball near the top of the box and she laid it off for yes. Carson, yes. who just sent it high. Yeah. Um, very heady play. Can, can I jump in on Kanu real quick? Yeah, please do. Really, uh, just from she's playing herself into this thing pretty well, Jerry. I think. Okay. I really do. I, you know, I mean, we've had look. There's a couple. You know, f- f- laymen watching this. You know, sometimes the ball at her feet does what it, whatever it wants to do. But man, she puts herself in good places. I mean, she's obviously well schooled, well disciplined, um, strong, and making better decisions. And it's just—I think she's she's playing herself into it. You know, uh, not unlike we talked about until this last game, Thelvson with with Louisville City. Mm-hmm. I think she's I think she's got the same arc. I really do. I'm very okay. I, I'm really very hopeful that she becomes a really a pretty a very dominant uh, person in this team. Well, it's going to have to happen soon because we're going to lose her. I know. You know, know. that's going to be the sad part Mm. uh, coming in the Women's World Cup as she goes off to play for Nigeria. Yeah. Um, Pickett then repaid the favor to Uchenna (laughs) by just floating a ball over the entire Houston team (laughs) that Kanu chipped over Houston's keeper, but somehow just goes off the post, which kind of summed up the first half to that point. Sure did. I don't know how balls can bounce that way off circular post. (laughs) I mean, it just went. It just stayed out, yeah, and you're just like so close. That the, I mean, it's just you're just wondering what like, what's it earth? take? And then we re- we found out what it took. Mm-hmm. It took you and me disappearing from the section. <laughs> it did. I left. Joe, you left. I went. To, I went to the bar for refreshments, mm-hmm. and Kayla Fisher breaks the game open in first half stoppage time. Four mm-hmm. just found her. I don't know if she found her or the ball just happened to find Fisher. Right. I think she was aiming for Uchenna, but we'll never say that. Right. Uh, <laughs> found Fisher back post. Who just I gotta I, I exclaim just how calm she was. Yeah. To settle that and then finish it across the face of goal. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a rookie. Yeah, man. Uh, very deserved lead. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and then and then that was in the third minute of four in first half stoppage time. Mm-hmm. We then dispossess Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh and DeMello just outside boot, toe poke, sheer willed it into the goal yep. for two nothing. <laughs> Another one of those just odd-looking mm-hmm. goals uh, for two zero at the half, and that that just escalated quickly. Yeah, man, it did. And then, like you were saying, I, I I went I had to go to the bathroom, so I'm walking away. I mean, I went and to the bar and I was just goals? like, um, I had to look up at the screen to see so that we had scored. Crazy. I heard the roar. I was like, okay, that was so crazy. Um, and by the way, what a gut punch that had to be to Houston. Hear that? We had to be hoping to get to the locker room. Nil nil. Nil nil. Avoiding avoiding all those chances mm-hmm. that Racing Louisville threw at them, and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. two nil down. Right. Absolutely. Uh, kept the pedal down in the second half, ultimately mm-hmm. getting the third in the seventy third. Yeah. With uh, Parker Goins scoring a free header off Pickett's service, mm-hmm. uh, we we all in Scouts House waited to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We've learned. <laughs> she was so wide open, we thought it had to be all sides. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, Goins, she scored against someone that was not Chicago. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, right. 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 Right, and right. their keeper gambled badly mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. that one. You know, she tried to come out and just didn't commit to it. Mm-hmm. And Parker didn't even have that convincing of a header. It's more right. of a glancing blow. Mm-hmm. But because the keeper gambled, open net. 
And apparently, Joe, you also left the other section during that goal. I was playing snare drum with their drummers. It's the first time I ever played at a a, a NWSL game. And it was cool. We were having a good time. And then it was like, all right, it was whatever minute it was. I was like, all right, I got to get, you know, I got to get, I'm going to go back over to the other side. And the second, the second I walked up the stands and started, I walked up the stairs and walked to the, or uh, out the, uh, out of the entrance and to the left, the second it happened, they scored. So, so fans, we're gonna be we're we're gonna be assigning responsibilities. Right, right, next right, right. Game. Right. You're gonna have to bring Joe to your section at various times throughout the game, and then have him leave. <laughs> we're gonna pass him around like a bad nickel. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna test if this works. Hypotheses. So we're gonna try this out, Joe. I hope you bring comfortable shoes. Yes, man. We'll get some we'll get some KT tape for your knees and yeah, some Advil. Make that happen on Sunday. Um, so to to <laughs> cap off the game, uh, Amina got her season debut. Yeah. Great moment. Yep. Uh, officially into the semifinals of the Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wondering, how do we get this in the league? Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. But also, we've been playing some lesser teams in the Challenge Cup. To True. be fair, teams below True. us. True. Um, just what a complete performance. They made Houston yeah. useless, toothless, especially one Ebony Salmon. Yep. Um, oh, I was just going to mention her. do anything. Absolutely invisible. Invisible yeah. in this match. I don't remember mentioning her name once other than she had she got caught tracking back once and looked like a moron <laughs> and you and you yelled louisville reject a number of times yep yep and uh, uh, that happened <laughs> um our attack was relentless could have easily had five or six that could easily yeah, been a five yeah, or six goal game dominant performance. um a couple people to, to point out here fisher had mm-hmm. a hell of a game she yep. was directing the attack right. playing in that hole behind the striker mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then malay had a great game as well yes yes um she yes. had a she had a fantastic game again mm-hmm. i gotta give kudos to coach kim on some of this roster yeah man uh, that was our third and fourth strikers essentially yes scoring. joe that's the... uh, I, ahead, I, I know some i know some indubisl fans are gonna feel this way about their team but i legitimately feel we're just as dangerous while we're making subs yeah, the, Joe. That's the note I got here. Is that the, the depth on this team is starting to really show? Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. there, and and you know for the first time, and it's tremendous to see. And because it's going to be huge this year. It, we're going to need it next month with the Women's World Cup coming mm-hmm. up. Absolutely, and potentially six or seven of our players and big name players, yes, sir, departing for at least a couple weeks. At least, yep. Um, speaking of some other players, um. Word came out, I believe it was today, that Satara Murray has mutually, mutually agreed with the club to terminate her contract. Yep. Um, which makes sense. She needs to find minutes. Yes, it's she a does. Woke up year. She ain't gonna get them here. Um, it's gonna be a that's gonna be a quick turnaround though if she wants to find those minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, there was a a it's not official yet, but Riley Maddenly Parker posted a goodbye to yep. T Grace mm-hmm. on her social media. Um. You know, I don't hate bringing back more attacking talent, but she's coming into a very crowded forward room. Yep, yes, she is. Uh, even though, you know, even though the Women's World Cup is coming up out of our forward selection, looks like maybe just Uchina Kanu will be the one going. Yeah. So there's yeah. gonna be a, it's going to be crowded. You would never have too many options, but... Right, 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 right. You know? Um, so that's all I really got on racing, besides they play a very odd time, 4 p.m. Sunday. Yeah, it is a bit Versus a Gotham team in the playoff hunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's all I have on racing, Joe. Unless just, you had something else you wanted to add. The depth. That, that was really all I wanted to mention. It's going to matter yeah. a lot. It's good to yeah. see the quality that we're showing in these Challenge Cup matches. These players are coming out and making a difference. And yeah. you know, players that are not going to be going away. And, and 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 you mentioned this when we talked rec- uh, on the phone or uh, uh, texting before. 
every team's going to have to deal with players uh, losing players. Every team's going to have that impact. Right. So so it's not like we're the only ones. It's just it gives you a little array of hope that the that our subs are playing well in these matches. So and also, you know, this is our first experience with it. Right. Right. You know, with having a World Cup where we have local players who are going to be impacted. Yes, sir. You know, the Men's World Cup, we don't have that issue. Nope. Women's World Cup, this is the first one we've had since racing's been in existence. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we've got six or seven who are going to be disappearing. By my latest count, Yeah. and I know we'll discuss this cl- as it gets closer, mm-hmm. um, with the actual official announcements, Right. but by my latest count, based off who was last called up, yeah. we would likely be losing uh, Shidiak, Wong Shuang, Kanu, Timby, Ari Borges, and then just before we started recording today, The Athletic posted an article through Meg Linehan yeah. that apparently Savannah DeMello yeah. is in the USA's plans for the Women's World Cup. But the reason, yeah, she's in the plans, but we're we're um, we're losing someone, and that sucks. Yeah, Becky Sauerbrunn. Sauerbrunn is hurt, and, and she's yep. the captain of the damn team, and that's yeah, it's going to matter. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, great. If, if, if it does come true, great for Savannah. Yeah. Just, ugh. For us, I know. I was kind of hoping selfishly right. we could have slid her under the radar. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, like Blacko. Yeah. Good. You for need her. to watch other games, and it's good. Don't for, mind us, and it's good for us too, Joey, because she developed here. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. going back to what we were talking about before, where this, where the 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 aging veterans seem to th- look at this place with with disdain more than anything else. Yeah, you know, to have some a, a younger crowd, um, and we'll talk about that in the future. I've got. I've got a couple of things I need to say about that team. But the thing is, um, the, the, her being developed here, I think, is is such a positive for us because if she can do it, other players may be interested in doing that here, too. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, now we got a couple things to discuss now. Yes, we based. do. Uh, big <laughs> news came out that one Lionel Messi, some guy, who? I who? guess, who plays soccer, who? will be coming to MLS and enter Miami. <sighs> Uh, his salary could be worth up to $54 million per wow. season. Uh, he could have an ownership stake in the team as well. Right. And he'll also be getting a percentage yep. from Adidas and the yep. MLS Apple TV pass, right. which I go, what's a percentage of zero? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so before we even discuss that whole financial thing. It could be zero no more with him playing. He Let's had, there's an interesting quote about why he picked MLS. Mm. I don't know if you picked up on this. I saw something, but no, go ahead. Finish he it. wants to live a more enjoyable day-to-day right. life and mm-hmm. less professional stress. Yeah. AKA people here won't care as much. Right. Yeah. They, you know, he'll be able to walk down the street in some areas. Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. Of course, he's messy. We're, we're yeah. talking about an international icon. And, yes. and I get that. But you know what? If he walks into a mall, the chances of him being recognized... In Miami versus uh, Tua Tagliavoa, you know, you know what I'm saying, like you know, players yeah, that play for yeah. the players play for the the Dolphins or or the yeah, Heat. Yeah. It's there's just like I did see a video of a guy who was asking people, you know, Messi's coming to play with Inter Miami, and it was one of those. It wasn't really a gag reel. It was a guy doing interviews, and they were like, "Who? Who? Who?" Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, and they had as, no as idea. Opposed if he, as opposed to if he returned to Barcelona or went exactly. to play in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. The, the whole city you know? would be alight. Yeah. Um, so, no. It's uh, just, but I think this just continues the narrative, though. MLS is a retirement. Dude, Ibra, did you see what Ibrahimovic said? Yes. He gave he Yes, t- I did. You know, paraphrasing here, but, you know, he's, he's saying, you know, look, Ibrahimovic basically took a shit on the league. 
and yeah. talked about having he how, scored twenty something goals in his his season here, right? And said, "I don't want them to count for my records because right. it wasn't really soccer, right?" Because he went to you know he went to uh, was it Inter Milan. And yeah. uh, and no, AC. Uh, AC, AC. I'm AC sorry. Milan. I'm sorry. Oh, I can get yeah. killed. I can hope get, he doesn't hear I can, that. I can get a shot in the <laughs> knees for that one if, if yeah. the wrong person hears that. But the uh, um, you know they won a title. Now, regardless, he wasn't the same player as he obviously. He didn't have the same impact playing wise, but his persona and leadership. You know, he is the alpha of alphas, right? Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And Zlatan loves him some Zlatan. Oh yeah, and that's what I said on on, on social media when Zlatan made Zlatan. Zlatan broke the mold. And yeah. the the, uh, the 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 impact he had on that squad, and then basically just taking a dump on the style that we have here with MLS and the quality yeah. and the system and everything like that. So it's just like you just said, it just adds to this retirement league narrative. Joey, he's thirty six. Yeah, what's he got? Four years in him, maybe? Yeah. maybe. Now, granted, now granted, Messi at forty is Messi at thirty in La Liga. Okay. I mean, okay. that, you know, because of the quality versus, you know, there, there's a there's a solid quality difference from what he was playing uh, in Spain versus what he's going to run into here. But still, man, it's he's going to leave. And my question is, when he's gone, how much of the viewership that's going to watch him does the league retain? What do you think about that? Oh, not much until they jump on the next aging superstar they try to lure over here. And how many of them that, that, tried? That, that's all they're doing is they're playing a shell game. Right. Dude, they're hoping so... and praying there's somebody every three or four years right. that they can latch onto like a leech for right. the last couple years of their career yep. and suck out what little bit of popularity is left. Right. And that, Joey, that's it, all they try to do. It doesn't work because he, I, I, let me use the no. uh, Galaxy as an example. Yeah, Beckham, right? He, if anybody's yeah. had a big impact, you'd have to say Beckham was really one, right? But they've had. Well, he Ebra, was the first, right? They've had Ibra, they've had Chicharito, Chicharito, they've had, they've had all these oh, players. Oh no, no, no! You're forgetting a ton. Right, Wayne I know, Rooney, right. Rooney, uh, uh, fucking Zl- yeah, Zlatan, Thierry I'm, Henry. I'm talking about the league. I was just talking specifically about LA. But yeah, okay. you know, you're right. Okay. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Henri in New, New Jersey and and David Villa, right? Villa over with NYCFC, and and the thing is, they, you know, what did Henri? Did Henri bring people in? Sure, they got the first tier filled. Maybe you know, depending on the game, they would get some in the second and third tier. Second he left, it was it was it was a uh, it was no man's land again. Yeah, you know. Oh, and also with, with with some of these aging superstars, they still have those high opinions of themselves. You oh, know, sure. like Henri would would pick certain road games he was playing and then not play others. Exactly, exactly. You know, and that's um, what you're gonna now. What happens, Joey? If you if you're in say I don't know Minnesota or something, and oh oh uh, Messi's gonna play, Messi's gonna play, and he just uh, decides. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, uh, I want to go. My kids yeah. got my kids got a ballet lesson. I'm going to go do that. And you just yeah. spent. You know the prices are going to go up. You know, oh, yeah. big time, big time. It is all some about tickets, money. Some tickets have already sold in the thousands. Money, for some of the inter, inter games. Money, 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 money. That's all this is going yeah. to be about. And yeah. can you imagine? And the NBA has this problem, right? Yeah, where teams that yep. are teams load are, management, right? It's it. It's, yep. They've had this problem, and it's had an impact on them. And this is Joey. He's going to have to play. Because oh, yeah. gonna, it's going to look ridiculous if he goes to there's a game in Jersey, for example. Now, if they have a game in Jersey, they may as well have it in the friggin' Meadowlands, because they'll put yeah. fifty thousand in there. But the thing is, is uh, if if he does, if he <laughs> do something like that, and all of a sudden he doesn't show up, mm-hmm. dude, this is he's going to have to play. Oh no, it's a no? here's the thing. This is a gamble. People aren't discussing that. Right. This is a massive gamble. Because mm-hmm. if he comes over here disinterested, yeah, man. or gets hurt. Right, well, that's the thing too. Hopefully, hopefully you're he paying him fifty-four million dollars 
to not do anything. Right, and that 54 is expanded, with, like you were saying, with the sponsorships and the ownership. Now you're talking, by the time it's all said and done, you're talking close to you're talking close to half a billion by the time all that money is, you know, if he, you're figuring he's going to play 50-something a year for three years and the TV rights for three years or, the, you know, the whatever that well, is. And, and then I wonder, where the hell is it coming from? Well, it's coming from all the other teams is where it's coming from no, because but. they're all going to be pitching in. That's already that's already been established. Every franchise is pitching in money to bring this guy here. So this is just like when oh way 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 back in the day when Pele played here in, with the, with the Cosmos. You know all the teams in NESL threw a couple bucks in to make sure that they can have him here. Joe, that's dubious shit, man. I I don't know. I mean I hope it works yeah. out. I'm, I mean he's the, the children love this guy, right? And you want to you want you want to you know. You know, and good for them. They've got this thing going on. And, and would we kick him out if he came here? Of course we wouldn't. I mean, but the thing is, is there's, it's another quick fix that all the MLSers are like, Bleh, losing their shit over. And then when he leaves, it's going to be that, just like that, uh, that, that scene with John Travolta in the movie. You ever see that? They, they use it in a meme now where he just, he's looking around when he gets in the house. Yeah. That's what it's oh, going to yeah, be. Fiction, he, yeah. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. So it's going to be good. I, I got, I got your metaphor for this. Go ahead, man. We use it in my, in my modern day, uh, or my day to day work at mm -hmm. the government. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the difference between people who are on benefits versus people actually addressing their financial situation. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a band aid versus stitching it up. Yeah, man. Absolutely. MLS is doing Band-Aid after Band-Aid after Band-Aid. Band-Aids wear out. Right. Band-Aids bleed through. And what, you only fix the problem by actually stitching it up and addressing it. What does it do for them going into 2026 too, right, with the World Cup? How does that tie That's into That's if he's even playing then still. Exactly. 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 You know? Mm -hmm. So... Um, well, speaking see. of 2026, but I wish him well. The you know. the U.S. men's national team played last night in the Nations League semifinal, oh. where they beat they beat one Mexico three nothing. Man, I was really kind of hoping Dos Acero, but oh. you, 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 I, I can never hate scoring more goals on Mexico. Oh, you just... Um, Pulisic should have opened the scoring after a fantastic run he made. Dude. But again, for the second time this podcast, there's a Wando Pure mention Wando. as he skied it. Um, somehow, somehow he didn't kill someone on the strip, uh, <laughs> since that was in Vegas. Uh, somehow it stayed in the stadium. He did though, open the scoring in the 37th, um, yeah. ball yeah. just came to his feet after pinging off a Mexican defender. Yep. Uh, he finishes across Ochoa mm -hmm. open the second half Weya made a great run down the right centers. The ball finds a sliding Pulisic for two, nothing. Mm -hmm. There's just something different about Pulisic when he plays Mexico. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, he's, he's got that extra gear, that Same, extra focus, that was, or whatever it is. Landon used to do that too, man. There was just something there. I Landon used to from time to time. Pulisic's been doing it almost every time. Right, 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 right. He's right. got that extra. He's got that extra something mm -hmm. when it's Mexico. It must be the beer that they uh, throw at him. We'll, well talk we about can that get a bit. To that. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> then the tempers really kick off in the 69th mm. uh, as Montez is beaten to a ball by our debuting. Balogun, yeah, uh, and just kicks out his legs from underneath him. What a cheap and classless move that was! Right. Uh, straight red for Montez, uh, and I, as we kind of discussed, I, there should be more than that. Yeah, that was such yeah. a classless move, Joey. The first thing that confused me about that is watching that game. Montez was actually playing pretty damn well because it wasn't like Balogun was lighting it up. Now pl he played his role; he opened up space for other players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Montez was playing a pretty damn good game. Like, but that's but but then that was also before it was two nothing. Right. 
Right, right, right. So, I mean, because if you if you had to pick out one player that you were like, this guy's doing okay, it was him. Because they looked yeah. like, shh, we'll get into recapping, but anyway. Yeah, and then in the scuffle, the scuffle after that, McKinney gets a red and his jersey ripped off. <laughs> um, and I'm just, what is this Mexican fascination with, him? with Weston McKinney? Like every game, normally he gets choked or shoved or something. And this game, he actually puts his hands on a Mexican player's face and throws it. He gets a red. Right. It's never happened in any other game. Right, because it's done. It's been done at least twice to him. Oh, mi- at minimum. At least, right? Yeah. Um. Then in the seventy-eighth, uh, the U.S. officially put the game away. Uh, <laughs> Dest ran through the Mexican midfield and played <sighs> at the end, who Beautiful rounded the run. keeper and calmly finished him. Yep. Um. Which, I'm going to say something sarcastic here, tongue in mouth, tongue mm-hmm. in cheek. Mm-hmm. All the hubbub around Balogun and which striker scored. Right, right, Peppy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but I don't I don't care. 3 nothing. you know, mm-hmm. calm finish. Uh, 85th, game lost its cool again. Yeah. Uh, Dest shoved a Mexican player after a throw-in. That started more chaos that resulted in Dest and another Mexican getting sent off. Mm-hmm. Uh, game was ultimately ended before full stoppage time. Due to Mexican fans chanting anti-homosexual chants, I know, man. Uh, Joe, they are the height of integrity and sportsmanship. I just, I don't get it. Also, each time there was a red card incident near the sidelines, how much shit was thrown on the field? How many, how many players got pelted with bottles? And I can bet you, majority of those were not American fans. Oh, there's Joey. That's not even close. Absolutely, you know. Um and, and, and that's the whole Mexican message right now. If they can't beat you, we're gonna drag you down to our level. That's just I don't know, man. Let me know when you when you're done. I'll, I have a couple things I want to share. I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm so tired of them. Right. Because you know, I know we're gonna have this discussion at some point. I, I'm sick and tired of just oh you you play your next game behind closed doors. Yeah. That does nothing. It does absolutely nothing, and they okay. are a black eye on the world of soccer. Okay. Yeah, for I... how their fans act. Um, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. It's just, it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, they 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 find them. The the association's done nothing to stop it, as if they could. Right. Um. The only way, the only way these fans can ever actually feel it is, you know, we kind of discussed whether it would ever happen. Start making them forfeit games. If you're going to take this seriously, if right. not, quit ending games early. Then. Right. I I let me start. And please interject as you choose to. Let me start with that. Sure. All right. I have philosophically my whole life, I have a thing, at least my adult life. You don't penalize something for something they don't do. You know, because this guilt by association thing can get really, really touchy. and can get It can get really weird. If the fans are acting like idiots, you can penalize the players by not now. Let me finish what I'm saying. You can penalize the players by not allowing fans in. Yes, they've tried that. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's. And I'm not saying that I'm right. What I am saying is that if a player is on the field and they do something on the field, you hold them accountable for what they do on the field. Holding people accountable for things they don't do to me that's 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 a that's a weird place to get into, because now suppose the we know how soccer cultures are around the world. Suppose you, you get a group of folks. Let's say you're at a game, all right, and you have maybe a thousand people out of seventy thousand who are like they're just going to be belligerent and they're going to be jerks and they're going to do things that the other sixty nine thousand aren't doing. 
And then they, they all of a sudden, it's like, well, we have to penalize them. Joey, suppose they're mad at their team. Suppose something bad. We've seen this before. It happened in Germany. It's happened to Spain. It's happened to Italy. It's happened to a lot of different countries where the fan base crosses lines. England in the 80s, 90s, they cross lines, and the team ends up taking the hit for actions of the players. I'm not sure I'm down with that. I mean, I can be talked into it, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be a penalty. I just want to, you know, what do you think about that? So what I think is this. It's not so much the players. We're holding the association accountable. Okay. The fans also represent the association. The association is the, the whole of the parts, the okay. whole of the sum. Mm-hmm. Um, and constantly this has been an issue. You know, what was it? A couple uh, games ago, USA-Mexico, we had that mysterious stoppage that ended up because they were chanting anti-homophobic stuff. I got it, I got it. It's not something that's going away. I know. And if there's that, my my thing is this is that I'm so sick of discussing it. I know, Joe. That I that know. no no just just hear me out. It's mm-hmm. either an issue or it isn't. Right. You either really give a shit or you don't. Okay. That's where I'm saying it's either it's time to put up or shut up. Right. You know either either this is really something you want to cut out mm-hmm. or this is just you know lips you know this is just face talk. I hear you. You're just saying it, you're just saying it because it's the it's the right thing to say. You believe, but you don't actually believe in it. Okay, I, you know? I, I and, can't question any of that. I'm not. Yeah. And 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 when Mexico was playing with more integrity, I would say, yeah, let's not let's not harm the players for something their fans are doing. But when the Mexican players were acting as they were too, okay, I have no sympathy. Right, but they're still not the ones doing it. I mean, there's if you want to hold them accountable for what they do on the field, oh, Joey, please, after that was a shit show last night, and I wanted to get into that but a little bit. as I was saying, though, mm-hmm. we're holding the association okay. accountable. Okay. Okay, because, you know, the first thing is, is that the, the Mexico soccer structure is in a lot of trouble. We've talked about this before. Okay? They are in, they're in a lot of trouble. They're clearly, at best, the third-best team in CONCACAF now. There's no doubt. No one can say that they're the second. But no one can say that they're not, that Canada is not at least marginally better, if not clearly I better mean, than Mexico. Canada made the Nations League final. They did Exactly. Didn't. Exactly. So, so they are clearly the third-best team. Joey, I don't see or hear anything about players coming up the pipeline. No. I don't hear and see anything about their league getting their shit together as far as some of the financial difficulties they've they've had. I don't hear anything about the Federation. The Federation's, I'm even afraid to say this out loud. Rumor is, you know, they're, they're hooked up with some pretty dubious cats. And, oh, yeah. And um, not that I know, or, or obviously, but, the, the, you know, if that's the case, how do you get out of this cycle? How do you, when you don't have players coming up the pipeline, when you're financially, when you're, 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 your tier one league is having some problems and your Federation is a bag of dog shit, how do you get out of this? They could be into some real gen. This could be a real generational downslide. I'm not going to cry about it. Oh, Believe me, no. what I'm telling you, I don't. I'm not. I'm not, not going to shed any tears for them, especially after last night. But it's still, Joey. It's still an example of what can happen to anything that happens, and we could point that to our league too. Everything's up. Everything's on the up. Oh, we've got players. Our leagues are getting better. This or that, and the other, Joey. It only takes one year, and everything could get pulled out right from under you. They're in trouble down there. There's a lot of problems in Mexico as far as this game's concerned professionally. You know, they they, they, they talked about trying to bring pro row back. That looks like that's not going to happen now. And you know, we've gone down the, the rabbit hole with my little conspiracy theory of eventually Garber going down there and saying, you guys want to play in our league? And, and, you know, who knows what that looks like. But they're in trouble down there. I'm not going to cry about it. 
Um, but I don't know if you see anything else uh, beyond above and beyond that, or if you no. want. You know. um, no, it was just a great performance by the U.S. and oh, just yeah, oh, there was just several overall players. though. What but but what a terrible taste though. The official by, film. but no, the official, what the fans, oh. um, just how poor. Mexico was as a whole. Yeah, it was. It, you know, I hate it, to put it this way. It's, no, it doesn't it is what feel it is. that much like a rivalry anymore. No, it it it, it didn't. The, rivalries can get dirty and nasty and angry, but when you're going to get to a this point, was petty. It was petty. It was it was childish. It yes. was it was very petulant. The word I kept coming to my mind was petulance. All I saw yeah. was petulance from the fans. This beer throwing thing is fucking nonsense. I, Correct. If there's one thing, like obviously the, the chant is bullshit, and it should not be happen. Something, but sadly, that's a cultural thing that they got to work out for themselves. This beer throwing thing, any adult knows not to fucking do that. They know not to cheer. Yeah. They know not to throw beer. They know not to do these things. That it, it just, I don't, and and I don't know if it's you know obviously you're you're, you're getting your ass kicked by a, a rival, Joe. That game could have been five nothing yesterday, easily. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Well, you know he, that the Wando the Wando deal. <laughs> I hate yeah. that we had to use that term twice in the, in one podcast, but it um it, it they're in trouble they're in trouble and it's mm-hmm. it, it's 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 sad to watch in a sense only because look it's a proud nation when it comes to this game they've had they have a lot of history and the thing is we're looking at a generational a possible generational downslide here and mm-hmm. it doesn't help us we need as many quality co- uh, competitors as we need as we can get well, and it's their worst time possible with them. Partially, partially hosting, hosting this World Cup coming up. Exactly. And then the so. official, the last note is that the official was absolutely, that official should be selling umbrellas someplace. What an embarrassing, embarrassing yeah. performance he by him. He did nothing to control that Unbelievably game. Unbelievably horrible. Throwing yellows yeah. when, you know, not throwing cards when he needed to, keeping the card in his pocket when he shouldn't have, and then putting it out yeah. when you're like, it's just, what's going, why did you just do that? And it's just he awful, absolutely, and that yeah. could have turned into that could have turned into a straight brawl. That whole thing yeah. could have devolved yeah. into a yeah. horror show. Why? Why is Mexico's bench allowed to encircle Weston McKinney? I don't know, bro. I, I just we. I mean, I player have, safety at some point. That could have been an absolute horror show. So we'll see what happens and how they're going to fix that because we got. I mean, I mean, obviously we don't have to qualify, but we got Gold Cup coming up. You've got other things going on. Yeah. What else yeah. is going on while we qualify, Joe? Something else happened. Well, you, you were talking about all it can take is a couple years. Well, word came out during, actually before the game, but they discussed it during the game. One Greg Burhalter is returning as a U.S. men's national team coach. Dear Lord. Um, I am not okay with this. And it's not because I don't trust Greg. I just, there's some a lot of explaining that needs to happen. Um, with just how many smoke signals there were that this was not happening. And then just it comes out of the woodwork. I, I have questions, you know. Besides familiarity, what does he bring? Can he bring something different than his last tenure? Um, historically, this has not been a good idea. Uh, can he elevate this group? Or more importantly, can he elevate himself? It certainly wasn't good for the last guy we brought back for 2.0. I remember I him. Mean, remember when he left? <laughs> This is the most important (laughs) World Cup cycle in U.S. history. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And this is the guy they're trusting it to. I I just question how aggressively did they pursue anyone else? Or is this them settling with how many, you know, smoke signals there were to everybody else? Patrick Vieira talked about he was a candidate. Uh, 
Jesse March. March. We had we, we had, uh, uh, Zidane turned it down. Right. Was was that even a real thing, or were they just holding Burhalter the whole time in their back pocket? I just I don't like the taste of this. So, I don't. So you have a federation that over the last roughly I'm, I'm approximating here, the last five years, five and a little bit years, have spent a year and a half of those five plus a little bit years looking for a coach. Okay. One and a half years of your last five years, you've spent looking for a coach. And both times, the best you can do to help usher a young group of quality players into the future to make us a power is Greg Berhalter. A generational Joey, group. Right. Joey, we scratched our heads the first time. And yeah. here's the thing. He wasn't good enough to keep this time. What's changed the last five months? Did he go to like? Correct. Did he go to super good coaching school or something? I mean, yeah. What, yeah. what did he do? Well, and then we haven't even brought the elephant in the room. Oh, obviously, with, with the last name Reina. Yeah, who played really well last night. And um, you know, and I'm just like, I, I just, I just have so many questions that we won't get answered. Right, because you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's mind numbing that if, that if, this is the course. If Burhalter had coached that game last night, it probably would have been Acosta there. <laughs> Instead of Geo, so we, and then he had the, he had a meeting today, or he had you know, his press conference. He's like, "Yeah, I've got to mend that fence. We're going to work on it." And blah blah blah. And it's just like, okay, I, I wish you luck with that one, pal. I really not that the Rangers didn't play their role in this. Of course they did. We've oh, sure, we've talked sure. about that at nauseum. But you know, everybody had culpability in this. Yeah. Dude, I have zero good feelings about this. Zero. I have. I, I don't, don't, I don't know like what the it. positive is. What's the positive in this? I, I'm. I'm hearing that some of it was like you know the players really went to bat for him, but okay. I mean, okay. So the players mean, like him. You, That's nice. Okay, sure. I mean, okay. You mean they wouldn't like playing for a more experienced coach in the international game? Right. Someone who has European experience. Uh huh. You know, someone who's coached beyond Columbus. Right. You're talking about a guy whose coaching experience is, I just have to remind everybody, Greg Berhalter's experience, uh, the Columbus crew, and a second-tier team in Sweden. That's it. Yeah. I just, I I made the joke last night to my my AO Louisville VP, like, you know, I was excited that Balogun was starting and all that, and this is a pretty strong lineup. What I really, really love is an actual coach. And then he sent me the screenshot that minutes later that news had come out, and I went, you've got to be fucking kidding me. What about the timing of this, Joey? <laughs> I mean, it's just... I, I I had hoped something new might happen. We have a new sporting director. He's not from here. And then we just go and renew the guy. I I, don't, I got nothing for this. I, I'm sitting on... I, I, I am hoping with the heart of hearts and the, and the head of heads and... Hopes of hopes right. that this turns out amazing. Yeah, man. But I, my head is telling me it won't. There were times that this team looked bad against bad teams. And here's another point that I threw out there in social media. Um, you need to compete against if you're if you're a certain level, you need to compete a bit against high quality comp, uh, competition to hone your skills, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a coach that has experience against national powers. Um, or world powers right now Europe and I, I think it's the and I know FIFA rankings are shit but I'm, I'm going to use them as an example because it makes the point if I remember the the sixth through eighth teams in that from Europe in, in rankings are Spain Portugal and I want to not Germany uh, Italy 
Okay? Those are 6 through 8 right now. And Germany's like 10th. Our 6 through 8 teams in CONCACAF, El Salvador, Honduras, and someone else. Okay? So, we're just, we don't have the quality in this um, in, in this region to help a, a, a coach hone their tactical skills. He got his ass kicked against Netherlands. I mean, yeah. coaching-wise, he got crushed. So now, pure quality is going to beat Honduras because of the players that we have. When you got guys like Dest and you got guys like McKinney, and we meant Robinson was phenomenal last night, by the way. Sure. And, and um, w- when you have that kind of quality, you're just going to win on quality. You know, so while we're pushing around, not gonna do, you're not going to do that when you get to the World Cup. Oh, hell no. We pr- we just showed that. I mean, great. There was a younger team. We knew there wasn't going to be any massive run. But it was so so here we go again. We're going to have the World Cup in our house, or at least most of it or a good chunk of it in our house or our houses. And what, you know, six round of 16 again. And then we're out. I, I, Joey I, or whatever it is going to be, because I know there's more teams. I mean, I don't even know. What the, Joey, I don't know. I, I I guess the one positive is something you just mentioned. The players, most of the players like them. Okay, that's good. Yay. Yay, they like them. All right, that's a positive. They can go out, they can go out and have coffee with them. I guess, pal. He I, doesn't have to be the U.S. men's national team coach. I don't know, man. I just. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I it's just my big question is, nothing. where is the added value? I don't know. I, I'll tell you it's what, because if they fuck this up, Joey. We got problems. If this does not oh, go time. well, because if this doesn't go well, this is their chance to really drop this sport on the casual American sports fan. And more than any other time, like when we had it in 94, and I remember it well, it was a nice introduction, but it really didn't, you know, it, it allowed them to kick off MLS. All right, good. That that was the result. Here is a chance to get casual sports fans who don't give soccer the time of day multiple weeks to put their eyes on this team because it's going to be promoted. I mean, you're, you're going to go to sleep and there's going to be helicopters at 4 o'clock in the morning in Topeka, Kansas, flying over with, hey, we're you know, the World Cup. You know what I mean? I mean, this is going to be the most yeah. promoted American sports event that doesn't have the words Super Bowl in it ever. Well, and, and you know a big problem with it besides being World Cup and the most important sporting event in the world? Uh-huh. How do we have a litmus test if he's not doing well enough since we don't have to qualify? That's a wonderful point, Joe. That's a wonderful What's our litmus test to say we need to pull the plug on this experiment. Well, no, it's we it's, don't have to qualify. It's I when, mean, it's when we punk Barbados seven to one. But you, but you get my point is yeah, that that's a wonderful we, we don't, point. That's, we had that we had that litmus test with Jurgen. Yeah, yes, we, we did. Said, okay, we got to get out of this. We got to get out of this. Yeah. Okay, so if we if we lose some World Cup qualifying games that we'll still play in to be sharp. Right. but don't actually matter. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, w- when do you actually critique those and review those instead of just saying, oh, these games don't matter? I don't know, but You know, I mean, th- you're putting yourself in a very dangerous situation with that. Yeah, this is this is, this is, this is iffy, and I just, I don't get it. But, yeah. So, um, I think to save our listeners, we'll start wrapping up. Yeah, man, let's get it. Um, <laughs> so, I do have a trivia question for you. Do it. I, 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 did, I, did, I did come up with one. So, who has scored the most playoff goals in Louisville City history? Most playoff goals, good one. Um, I thought it was too. I don't think it's Lancaster. Um, I'm gonna go with. I mean, I'm gonna go with Ownby. That would be correct. Yeah, man. He has seven. Wow, I didn't know uh, it was that many. <laughs> tied at second is Cam. Right. 
and one former USL Cup MVP, Luke Spencer. Spencer, that's right. He had a hell. He Both had, at five. Yeah, he had that. One yes, run. Brian Ownby is your all-time Louisville City playoff goal scorer. Yeah, man, they got it right. So, dun, 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 so there you go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then, <laughs> at least we can celebrate something like that. Besides. I, I still have a phone after not breaking it when I was told last night Greg Berhalter was bringing Bob back. Dude. But um, so, you know, big weekend coming up. Got uh, Phoenix on the road for Louisville City. Get a very odd Father's Day 4 p.m. game against Gotham for racing. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Are they some... doing a SpongeBob thing for that, apparently? Yeah, very, very interesting. That's, That's not one. something I would normally pick, but, but hey, hey. Go for it. To each their, their own. Yeah, man. Sure. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So uh, there you go. I'm glad you're back safe. How did you bowl, by the way? I participated. Okay. Hey, at least yeah, you participated. I That's all. I completed all the games I was supposed to, which is all I aim for. Yeah, man. So, so there <laughs> we go. So anyway, uh, we'll be doing this again next week. Uh, Joey, thanks yes, again. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. Episode number 72, as we count. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He always does a great job. And want to thank you for listening. Man, the, the list is growing, which is pretty awesome. Thank you. So if you're sharing, that's great. We love you for that. Uh, and you know what the three C's are. Compliments, comments, criticisms. Bring them along. Now, we love the compliments more. <laughs> But of course, if you have any, if you if you question anything we're saying, if you don't, if you don't agree, hey man, let us know. Uh, help educate us if we're missing something. Um, you are always welcome to do that. You can always uh, reach out to us on social media. Uh, I have the Center Forward Podcast uh, Twitter account. You're always welcome to reach out there, and we're both on Facebook as well, Joey and myself. Anyway, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share. The mid-June, I have a cold love. I don't like having colds. I had a fever yesterday. I really suck. Just tired today. Anyway, you don't need to hear that. So the theme of the show is money changes everything, right? Um, and, and, you know, we're doing it, doing it a little tongue-in-cheek, obviously, with messy and things we have no control over. But we have control over that in our lives, and sometimes things get a little crazy, right? Um, joked around about how things are going pretty well at the dealer school. And that's dealing cards, by the way. <laughs> and it is. It's going real well. I'm pretty good at it. And uh, especially for being a beginner. Um, and I also had a second interview for a job on Wednesday. The job's up in Indianapolis, so it would, would require me to move. But I'm still going to be part of it if I'm up there because it's only a two-hour drive. No big deal. And uh, I would definitely still be a part of it. Now, if I have to go do the dealing thing at the, at the casino... Obviously, I can't because that means Saturdays, Sundays, Fridays, I'm going to be doing that. There's no way around it. So that would be a bummer, but it's you got to make the right choices in life, man. I'm not going to not take a gig where I can get paid okay and do something that I'm probably going to enjoy uh, to miss this, although it's going to be really hard because I love being a part of this. I had a great time last week, and Groove Machine was phenomenal at the game last week, and um, the guests that came in that drummed with us they were tremendous as well we had a lot of a lot of good times there I hope to see them again and I remember I put my life almost on hold when I first started this programming career for years and years and it was all about my job everything was about my job my job my job my job and all of a sudden I, I looked up and I was pushing 50 and um, you know 
sitting here wondering, maybe I made that too much of a priority. And maybe didn't chase a couple of the things that I should have. That I'm probably going to regret. But anyway, hope you don't do that. And that's the message here. Don't make it all about money. I know money, it, it, you know, we have to have it to exist. And especially if you're younger in this world, it's so crazy. But without happiness and love, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean a thing. It means nothing. You can have all the money in the world and be miserable. And you could be homeless and still be content. Why do I say that? Because I've been both. And I've literally gone through that. So hopefully my prayer for you today, my good thought for you, is that you're chasing something. You're chasing a dream that makes you happy in some aspect of your life, man. Nothing more important. Well, there you go, man. Anyway... Like I said, episode 72, my name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Let's hope for a good weekend for both teams. They could sure use it. A couple of wins wouldn't be bad. And what I'm hoping for you is a wonderful weekend regardless. Man, be happy. Cherish every moment. I love you. Uh, we will see you soon. Thanks for listening.